Greetings and welcome to Get Real with Richard Walter. We were talking about the trio of triumvirates, um, the kind of overarching uh, structure of my approach to screenwriting that I used to talk about when I was still an active member of the faculty. Um, uh, and I, I said that the, uh, it really had to do with conflict. Uh, that was the first part of the first uh, trio um, actually, it didn't begin with conflict. Conflict was second. It began with money. It began with 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 being worthy of a of a bunch of people. That's all I meant by the dollar sign. Uh, you know, you, you you paint a painting. You just need to reach one person. Uh, Van Gogh only had one one patron. It was the brother Theo. God bless him. But his stuff uh, uh, did what it did, which is to move the art world like nothing else. Um, but in movies, uh, if you're writing movies, you need you need to have uh, you know, it doesn't have to be a blockbuster, but you, you need to have a, a bunch of people, a collective group. And then second of all, there has to be conflict. I call it you know sex and violence, just to be provocative. Um, but it it, it uh, you you need conflict. You need an emotional conflict. This against that. And you need it every inch of the way. And you don't want to tell the truth, that is to say, you don't want to tell the factual truth. Who cares and who agrees about what factual truth was anyway? You want to tell the emotional truth. The, 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 the circumstances are fake. But, uh, I mean, those are actors wearing makeup uh, and costumes. You know that. Everybody knows that. Uh, um, uh, but the emotions that you feel, the fear when you're afraid, the sorrow that you experience, in a tearjerker, that's real. The emotion is absolutely real. That's the kind of truth what we're looking for. I've said it before that it's, uh, uh, it, 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 it's all about story. Um, that's really what a, what, what a narrative is. I mean, narrative means story. Um, sometimes people say, uh, what's more important, uh, story or character? Uh, and I, and I, I, I say, well, what's more important to you, your, your heart or your lungs? These are functions of, of each other. They don't exist separately. Um, and uh, it, it really is about uh, what happens uh, to whom and what those people say. That is their, uh, their character. And um, uh, it takes us to the... Uh, uh, to the, to, to the following, the, the final part of that triumvirate, which is themed again, idea, the story starts with an idea. The idea is the most overappreciated part of it. When you have a real, really good idea for a movie, that's all you have. And sometimes really lame sounding ideas make great movies. Student of mine, Tom Muska, wrote, co-wrote and produced to Stand and Deliver about these these uh, Eddie almost uh, Edward what, James almost was nominated for the best performance um, Oscar uh, lost to Dustin Hoffman in uh, his Rain Man role but um uh, uh, great movie Stand and Deliver uh, it's about these kids it's based in reality based in uh, but it's not reality it's it, it they take liberties with it as they should. Uh, uh, but it's based on something that really happened where these Latino kids uh, over in East L.A. Uh, uh, motivated by a really good teacher, Jaime uh, Escalante, a Boliviano, um, learned uh, math, uh, learned calculus. Even I, I went to Stavis in high school. I don't know what, I don't even know what calculus is. 
the educational testing service thought that they hadn't, um, they, they couldn't have passed this. They must have cheated, made them take the test again. So it's all about bigotry and, and, and achievement. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful film. They take the test again and, and, uh, uh, and they pass and demonstrate that they can learn uh, and that are bigoted uh, notions about capability and, and race and, 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 and gender and, and every other corner of identity are uh, uh, limiting and restricting and uh, we, we should be expansive and as they like to say these days, inclusive uh, um, diversity is more interesting. I've argued it's just more interesting than everything being the same, isn't it? Where you're writing a movie, you're writing a book, you're trying to be interesting. You do an art, you want to be what interesting instead of what instead of boring. Boring is the worst thing that you can be. Rather be offended, rather be hurt, rather be horrified, rather be frightened than bored. In any event, um, the uh, uh, the thing that drives the story, as I said in previous podcasts, uh, is the theme. It, the theme is not the subject. It's, it's the organizing principle. Uh, uh, the theme of Schindler's List is not uh, uh, the Holocaust. The theme is, is uh, I am my brother's keeper. Schindler, uh, he didn't make this war. It's just an opera. It came along. He's a... Regular guy, he's not a bloodthirsty murderer, he's uh, just a businessman, and here's an opportunity. And he realizes, no, 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 uh, that won't do. He is connected. We are responsible for each other as moral, principled uh, beings. I am my brother's... That's what that's, what that's all, all, all about. And as I have said, my new novel, uh, Deadpan, is, is that... Uh, a vaguely anti-Semitic uh, car dealer in the early 70s uh, uh, is suddenly transformed into a Jewish comedian. And uh, uh, all of my, my, my uh, narratives over my career, both novels and, and screenplays, have, um, I realized looking back, I don't think you realize it while it's going on, but when you look back, when I look back, at, I, I see that they're all the same story. They're about an identity being imposed upon somebody. It's unfamiliar to him, and he wants to get rid of it, but it uh, slowly starts to uh, uh, engage him. He kind of uh, uh, establishes uh, who he is. In a past podcast, I've, I've uh, talked about the a lawyer who uh, was a notorious objectionist who had a really uh, uh, dreadful client, a very guilty client, and uh, would just object to anything that to try to delay. He thought the only thing that he could do for his client was delay things. So he actually objected to the uh, uh, prosecutor uh, asking a witness to state his name for the record. Uh, on, on what basis? On the basis of uh, hearsay. How, do you, how does he know his name except that his his mother uh, and his father and the world all around him told him that and called him that. I mean, uh, how do any of us know who we are, really? Uh, um, didn't you ever have a dream that, that seemed real? Usually it's a scary dream in my experience. And also that of, of most people I speak to. And we're glad to uh, wake up from that uh, so the question arises, and I've asked it before, how do we know this ain't a dream? 
that we're not going to wake up from this, and if, it, whatever this is. <laughs> and um, uh, if, if that's true, if that could happen, why put up with what we put up with? Why pay the taxes and be polite and uh, help everybody out? Why not just be a selfish pig? Um, if it's not really happening, uh, happening anyway. I'd like to think that Deadpan explores some of those uh, issues at the same time as, uh, as it engages uh, readers who uh, uh, I hope will find it funny. You can find it at richardwalter.com, and I'm grateful if you do. Look for it. Uh, uh, thanks for listening to Get Real with Richard Walter, and do please uh, uh, subscribe on Substack and and medium and uh, uh, share these episodes with friends on social media and come on back and we'll keep talking about uh, these uh, these issues <laughs>